Looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, my friend? I'm well, brother. Any day north of topsoil is a good day. Uh, it's coming off a great St. Patrick's Day. This will drop. Let's see. Today is Friday. Tomorrow is Saturday. Lots of going on. Uh, great topic today. Something that's near and dear to all of us that are involved, which is uh, Grow Ruck. And uh, we'll, we'll peel back some onion layers on that sucker there. But uh, before we dive into it, how about you? Had a good week? It's been a good week so far. My daughter turned eight years old. That's always a big deal in the household. And if your uh, daughters are anything like my daughter and my wife, they don't get a birthday. They get like a birth week. Mm. And so we, we seem to continue to celebrate this thing, which is not great for my waistline because we've got cakes. We have cupcakes. We have cookies. We have candy. And I'll tell you what, man, it's real easy and convenient to grab a cupcake when you're in between meetings or kind of running out the door. And by the way, I learned this little trick from Duff Goldman. He's the uh, he's the guy from all those cake shows. You take a cupcake, you rip the top off, you turn the top upside down onto the bottom and you make a little sandwich out of it. If you haven't eaten a cupcake that way, that's a stuff worth trying right there. I'm just saying if, if you learn nothing today, it's, that's how you eat a cupcake. Don't eat too many of them. But outside of that, all is well. That's boss level cupcake eating, my friend. I like it. Uh, all right. Let, without further ado, uh, we got a guest this week that everybody knows real well. Rapido's with us. Uh, he is the nation's cue of all things rucking when it comes to grow ruck. Uh, he's got a uh, level of patience I can't even begin to fathom because he's got <laughs> a lot on his plate. But I applaud the guy because he has built out a robust schedule for guys to take advantage of, you know, he he's laid it at the altar of awesomeness and it's our job to, to receive the gift. So Rapido, thanks for joining us for a little uh, SWT. Hey man, happy to be here. And all of, uh, all of that patience is, is fueled by flour, eggs and refined sugar. So there's no stranger uh, <laughs> to cupcakes here in the old Pedo household. And the, the old, the old twist and sandwich is, uh, is a practice that I've been executing for at least a decade someone taught me that um one of my in my but my very first professional job and i was i was blown away and uh have been teaching it to to all my bearded friends and everybody else who will who will listen so it's it's the only way to eat a cupcake absolutely anything else is just amateur bush league tommy boy we like to say on this podcast that we're not professionals uh, but we actually have a professional on the line with rapido i mean do you see that microphone he's got a headset and a microphone i mean He's a pro, and if you guys aren't listening to the podcast that he and uh, and Kitty put out every week, uh, the COT is top notch. And I'll be honest with you, Tommy Boy, it's better than ours. But don't let them hear no, that. Much no, no, we are a family of podcasts. <laughs> we 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 execute content. Many of us on a weekly basis. Uh, six days a week to be in fact it just so happens that italian job and i are the adopted members of that family but it's okay look <laughs> love, we all love knows no bounds we all start somewhere right this mm-hmm. is this is head knowledge to heart knowledge this is this is the ldp to its core and uh if it wasn't for one hello kitty and uh, he's actually our his microphone um uh, but you know it's uh <laughs> it's a work in progress and it's been something that i had no idea anticipating getting to that point um it's been a lot of fun it's one of the most like core things on my calendar every week that's like a must do and a must have and he and i work hard to dial it in so we are somewhat on schedule with the tuesday release but that's been wednesdays more as of late but it is i love talking about the nation i love understanding what's going on in the other regions i love what you guys are doing to basically institutionalize and capture that knowledge that has been verbally passed around for a decade um 
things lost, things expanded upon. So I, you know, I think we're all, we're all aiming fire from different foxholes in the right direction. I'll put it that way. That's right. Hashtag professional. (laughs) Tell me what are we talking about? (laughs) All right. We're coming up next weekend is grow rock 26 with our fellows out in ENC. Uh, Sounds like they've got quite the adventure planned. Rapido, if I'm not mistaken, you and I first met at grow rock 17. Um, And that was my first, was that your first weekend? That was first one. Yeah. Ditto, ditto. Yeah, and that was a, a profound change. I, for the guys that I always try to pitch Grow Ruck to, I tell them that the person who came home from that experience was was a much different person than the one that arrived on that Friday mm-hmm. evening. Um, so we're going to dive in to, to what, what is Grow Ruck, what is not Grow Ruck, what to expect, you know, all these things. Uh, and, and that leads us up into next weekend where a lot of guys are going to put boots to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, and, and no other way I can think of sharpen some serious iron. Um, my beauty about what, what grill ruck is, uh, is it's whatever you dump into it and it's going to give you back tenfold. Um, but we're not here to talk about what Tommy boy thinks about grill ruck. I want to hear what Rapido has to say when somebody says, give me the elevator pitch on what a grill ruck is. So a grow ruck is the program, right? Is the, is the element of sort of under the auspices of what we call in our speak, right? The LDP, the leadership development process or program. I've heard it called both things, but under leadership development, uh, a grow ruck training event or a GTE is the weekend. And one of the things that myself and the team doing is, is, you know, you mentioned at the beginning about putting the schedule together and the, the patience levels and, and executing a program is it is not a one man show. I'm surrounded by a heck of a team that is, um, focused on many different areas to sustain the program, grow the program itself, scale this thing in a responsible and mature way to try to reach all packs uh, across the F3 nation. That includes grow rucks that are 100 guys, 120 guys, or some in a smaller region is going to be 30, 40, 50. And how do you figure out how to make those work and make the money work? Because these things cost a lot of money to put on, and it's a lot of work at a at a host region level to to bring one in to your region. Um, so I start with a grow ruck training event is F 3s premier leadership development experience. It's it's a it's a totality of a weekend that is a Friday night through a Sunday morning. And it's got four core pieces, and a lot of it is synonymous with the ruck portion of the weekend. Mm-hmm. But that really is 25% of the total weekend, even though it's the longest part of the weekend in terms of time. Um, but it's it's but one facet. And so that's sort of a communication strategy thing we're working on to get guys to understand that a lot of guys are rucking rucking a verse and it takes it takes some experience it takes some guys in a shield lock or rucking club or or culture within a region to sort of pull guys into that because they see the weight they see the pack they see the water they see the sand they see the logs they see whatever and they're like i don't really know that that's that's for me and i want guys to really start thinking about a a gte as the totality of a leadership development process that's really going to expose you to you and growth for you through those around you and understanding what it means to 
be there for the man next to you to push through some dark places where you're in pain or you're mentally drained or frustrated or you're cold and wet and you're tired and you want to just take that pack off your back. Um, Friday night starts with a rally. It's all about the socialization and bringing everybody together, um, breaking bread. It's, it's pure um, second F uh, at its finest. Um, if there's nation guys there from a leadership perspective, maybe they get a few minutes. Uh, we're introducing the cadre more into across the weekend, which I think is a great thing as opposed to just showing up at 1800 on Saturday and getting after it. Um, so there'll be a couple of cadre there to talk. And then the trainers who lead the first 75% of the weekend, the Friday night rally, Saturday morning, King Builder, which is first F. And then you get into the growth school, which we'll, we can break down these parts as, as you want. They are going to speak as well and talk about what it is that we do here, why we're here and all of those things. Excuse me. And so you break bread Friday night, you get up Saturday morning, you do a workout, you, you witness in action. A, an, a, a true LDP process, the head knowledge to heart knowledge, the instruction of one man to another man about cadence and calling an exercise and confidence and building up that, that internal voice to be able to lead other men. And then you get into to grow school with the breakfast and we go through a lot of the points within the Q source book in the four, con, the four quadrants of get right, live right, lead right, leave right with some tangible examples and Socratic method to bring that back out of yourself, what you're hearing, talking to the brothers around you, and then try to put a lot of those things from the first three parts of the weekend into practice within the auspices of the ruck phase of the weekend. So overnight, Saturday night into Sunday morning. Yeah. I, what's what's beautiful, beautiful about it is I think the idea that no guy, at least not guy, a guy that I've never heard, nobody ever comes back and is like, Hey, how was grow ruck? Oh, I crushed it. I crush Grow Ruck. I don't think you crush Grow Ruck. Uh, and, and what's great about it is that it is those four pieces that come together, like in a F3 kind of meets Voltron sort of way um, and, and builds this really incredible experience. And uh, it's really up to the guys to lean into it. Uh, you can go and shut yourself down and try to stay in the back of the crowd and probably would leave that Grow Ruck experience not having really enjoyed it. Um, or you can just get swallowed up by the beast and, and see how you fare. Um, mm -hmm. I like the idea that if you're trying to win grow ruck, you're going to fail because it's not about you. Uh, right. But, but the man who learns to, to, to check his bags, check his ego at the door and rely on the guy next to him in the ditch. Um, that those are the stories I love to hear about. Um, that's, that's an yeah. unlocked man. That's a change, you know, Italian job. I, I read your uh, news of the nation and you talked about an unlocked man, uh, out of the St. Louis area. And that's just a great story. I could listen to those stories all day. Yeah. One of the great things about the grow ruck weekend, that grow ruck training event is it incorporates all three S you're going to get your fitness. I mean, there, you, there's no way around that you're getting your fitness. You're going to get the fellowship on Friday night. You're going to meet these guys, guys from all over the country. You're making friends. Uh, Saturday morning, you're working out next to each other, getting to know them a little bit more. But once you get into Saturday afternoon, evening, depending on when it starts, sometimes it may you may have a planned start time and they may move that up. I don't think anybody's getting Metro. caught by that surprise anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to be literally under the log with these men and your, uh, your success depends on their success. Their success depends on your success, meaning 
you can't carry that log by yourself. You are going to do that as a team. That is how you build that fellowship. And then that last portion, the faith element, you're going to experience faith at some point during that weekend. You're going to realize that it ain't about you, that there are other things out there, greater forces out there. And you may even have a come to your creator moment of, I cannot do this anymore. And you're going to have to accept that through your faith, you can and you will. Uh, and also the Sunriser, which is one of my favorite parts of the weekend. And we'll kind of talk about that a little bit more. A lot of times that's that's a faith element that tears are, are shed. I mean, grown men are, are crying because of what they've experienced and realizing that they are so much more than the jobs they hold, than the salary they make, than the car they drive. Um, those weekend moments are the things that stick with a man th for eternity. One of my favorite moments, and I want to ask you guys one of your favorite moments, but one of my favorite moments was actually in Louisville, and it was my first Grow Ruck training event, and, uh, and we had gone about waist deep into a creek, and uh, there were some guys it was chest deep, some guys it was knee deep, depending on your height and depending on which hole you stepped in, but the cadre told us, all right, everybody quiet down, and we stood in this, in this creek and sang the national anthem in unison. And I, I'm going to tell you, man, uh, the Grow Ruck, that weekend, the Goosebumps, that was pretty early on in the event. Uh, we had just finished a pretty rigorous uh, PT workout, and we went into the water having no idea what was to be expected. And I had goosebumps, not from the temperature of the water, but from the experience of all these men singing their, the national anthem. So that's one of my favorite Grow Ruck training event uh, memories. Rapido, you've been through several of these. What What's one of those experiences that will stick with you for a long time? Something that you recall that just, it really, it means something to you from a GTE. Uh, that's certainly in the top two to three of, of that experience that you're talking about. I mean, we belted it so loud that I think the, that's when the cops were called early on in the evening because it was just <laughs> carrying down the river. Um, that was one, I would say probably what there's a, there's a really, you know, poignant moment for me, uh, personally with my first one with, uh, GT 17 in Pinehurst. And that was rigorous. That was, you know, we were talking earlier about you, you come to this moment with your creator about Lord, make it stop. Or like, let's, you know, that GT 17 was, was the, was the first physically demanding taxing thing like that that I had ever done in my life that something like that lasted that long you know not not the way you feel beat up you know after three and a half hour football game or something like that but like miles on miles it was 34 degrees raining all night 40 mile an hour winds it was the coldest I've ever been to this day um we were standing at the bottom of this hill on this horse track paddock in the blazing wind just freezing our baguettes off um, but this moment you're talking about came to me, we middle of the middle of the ruck event, we had, we were all tied together with like, uh, ropes and everybody had a carabiner on, you know, their Molly on the side of their ruck or, you know, on the back, you know, everybody was fed through this rope and my platoon, we could not figure out how to get moving. Like we were way behind and the other two platoons are getting punished for us being so far behind and, it was a moment of, of people starting to like try to find one voice and come together. 
and push forward all the way down this long trek to where we did this um, middle of the night workout, a wad at a CrossFit style box that is owned and operated by a, a former special forces guy. And we did the 300 wad workout, but through the course of the night, there was a ruck there for a packs we lost to the mental battle, Toby. And his ruck got passed around that entire night, never hit the ground. And at the time we arrived at the, the box, myself and Skipper, who is now part of my shield lock, um, we had Toby's ruck. So we had the extra ruck that we shared through the 300 workout um, in the middle of the night. And passing that weight back and forth, making sure that it was secured and, and taken care of. And, you know, your shoulders are gone. Your arms are gone. You're trying to do pull-ups, your assisted pull-ups. You're trying to do all these push-ups and everything else that came with the workout. Um, but there was this unity and camaraderie of that moment of really figuring out two things with being tethered together and really understanding what it means to communicate and that you're trying to achieve something uh, outside of yourself. You can't, no matter how hard you want to push or pull, you're not going anywhere. Everybody's doing their own thing. No one's moving. And then to be in charge of the ruck during that workout um, was a poignant moment for me about what we need to do as brothers and latching on to one another in our darkest of times, in our troublesome times, um, and being open and vulnerable to be in a position to rely on that man next to you, open yourself up, say, I can't do this right now. I've got to take a break or I've got this going on. I've got that, you know, that vulnerability where it's been synonymous with weakness somehow as society has deemed it, understanding that that's not what we do here. There's a very sort of poignant moment in my, not only my F3 life, but just life in general. Yeah, I, I, I 100% I, 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 can get on board with that. Yeah, I, um, it, it's funny because I, I think everybody's got great stories of, of the physical suffering. I, I always look forward to grow school. Um, I, I know that the GTE event, the overnight portion is going to be whatever it's going to be, and it's going to be painful and hurt. But for me, that shift from, it was like, it was almost a tangible shift from head to heart knowledge. Um, sitting there and, you know, the books I'd read or the things I'd heard or the talks I ever attended to, but something in that experience just clicked. It's like, oh, I get it. When it, when it isn't about me, uh, when it's about us, it just something shifts. And, and then to see how guys carry that into the overnight experience or, or forget all about it, right? There's a moment where inevitably somebody or many people are going to abandon what they just learned and go back to the old knee-jerk reaction. Um, because that, so my second favorite experience, it has to do with Bono. Um, we were in the ditch. It, this was at 17. We were in the ditch. Cadre DS had us doing yes, no, maybe. So you're flutter kicking. You've got the weight over your head. And you're having to nod your head as a yes or, or shake it as a no. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I feel like, I mean, it felt like 50 million reps, <laughs> but there is a fella, there is a fellow to my left, Bono was to my right. And the guy to the left was really struggling through it, audibly struggling. And Bono, in my head, it's, he's, he's like F3's Matthew McConaughey. Bono <laughs> waits until DS walks past us and his back is to us and he sits up and he's like, hey, buddy. 
I'm going to need you to shut up because your, your pain is like a cancer to the rest of the group, <laughs> and he, you know, kind of says it over me. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking, Oh, something's going to happen here. And the guy just took a deep breath and realized he, he, he needed to just kind of shut it down for a moment. And, and that guy went on to be the most successful uh, guy in our, in our platoon for the rest of the night. Once he figured out that this wasn't about him. Right. And, and to see that change in, in his performance from there forward just really makes you understand the level of love and commitment that we have and we should have towards one another and how that can carry not just the guy that you're giving feedback to, but the success of the entire unit. Um, and to your point, Bono, or your point, Italian job, I don't think that we do that enough for one another because we're always trying to be the fastest, the strongest, the quickest, but yeah. like the, the old problem says, did. if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. That's right. The, the three of us could could opine on stories of of things that we've experienced, things that we've seen personally, how it's changed our lives. And so can every man who's experienced a GTE. Um, we talk about, you know, being ready, uh, being gas station ready for what comes next. And there's is there any way and I'll, I'll ask you, Rapido, is there any way to get prepared for a GT? Are there thir- certain things you can do? And certain things that no matter what, it's going to catch you. Something's going to catch you off guard. So what can a man do to get ready for a GTE? Well, I mean, we'll talk about physical training in a second. But I would say, you know, if you're in a shield lock, awesome. And discussing cue points or whatever you might, maybe you're working through a Bible study or you're working through some other type of course of study, a book. You know, you see a lot of different things working for a lot of different guys. I think that sort of core understanding going in about being open-minded to, to some new ideas about what, you know, what you've been used to or what you've been accustomed to or what you've been taught to think or, or, you know, perceived your entire life as a, and now as an adult male, um, how that might look a little different coming out of grow school. And that if your aperture is open, hearing guys talk about their personal experiences, you feeling in a position of, um, of safety and vulnerability to share your own personal experiences, you're going to even get tenfold out of it. What, um, what you might, if you don't do that, similar to what you mentioned before, Tommy boy, about you get, you're going to get out what you put in and then, and then some, and then for the physical aspect, yeah, there's always going to be things you're, you're not able to specifically train for, but I would say you want to do some PT in the middle of the night. You want to get used to the elements. You want to get a lot of miles on your feet. It's a, it ranges in miles from event to event. We've got a stellar group of cadres that lead the events um, throughout the year. We've got a huge new crop of cadres in training who are stepping up to be that next generation cadre, and they're going to be leading events uh, soon and in the future as well. And they work really hard to put together a, a really robust evening and route and opportunities and all kinds of things. And I would say, you know, if, if you've never been, you know, chest deep in water with your ruck on until you're actually in the event, you may want to think about adding that into your training cycle. But I would say the, the key on that training thing is don't go train by yourself. Don't go walk the greenways, you know, at four o'clock in the afternoon, because you got a break from work by yourself organize some things with the guys who are going with you, organize some things with guys who aren't going with you and try to get them exposed to what you're doing and, and what this weekend is going to represent. And then when you get through it and you bring that fire in your belly back, um, it's really going to help accelerate those around you. I would do some sandbag work. 
I would, I would not just train with a 30 pound plate in your ruck. I would train with more like 50 to 55. That's what I pretty much got in mind unless I'm doing speed work and then I'm only doing 30. But um, I, 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 I too want to, you know, just think that talk to the guys around you, get your gear right ahead of time. Don't be scrambling the last two weeks to put stuff together. Like there's, there's all about preparation and more than just the physical nature. And like Tommy boy said, nobody's going to win it. You're going to get humbled. Everybody's going to get humbled. Um, you know, next weekend is my fourth one under the log. I was a shadow on mothership last year. Um, but I take away something incredibly valuable out of every single one. And it makes me do things a little bit different, whether spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, in how I approach things afterwards. And I think that's the beauty of it. I don't want, I don't necessarily want to be able to absolutely not be smoked by the PT. I don't want to be, I don't want to not be surprised. I don't want to, I'm not going to get that because you got to continue to get outside this comfort zone to experience the best type of growth. And if I go in there knowing exactly what's going to happen, knowing exactly how this is going to go, how long this is going to last, I got 45 minutes. No, I really got an hour time hack. Like I don't want to know any of that stuff. And so I keep, I keep myself, I could know all those details, but I keep myself as much away from those details as possible because I still, I still want to experience it like the rest of the guys who are experiencing a blind for the first time. And and I sure I know some tricks of the trade going through the going through the the night about this is really the best way to do a partner carry. You won't kill yourself at this stage in the game if you do it this way. I'm happy to share that knowledge, which I've learned the hard way over the years. But getting yourself mentally prepared for grow school in the weekend, and then in the times of the biggest most ridiculous suck that is going on during the ruck pick your shoulders up put your head back open your eyes get some air in your lungs and keep pushing just keep pushing maybe your form sucks everybody's form sucks at two in the morning you're smoked but keep pushing don't throw in the towel the guy next to you needs you standing there more than you need to be standing there and that's a two-way street so persevere, push through, drink some water. If slaughter's there, find some Skittles, like whatever it's going to take, right? Just keep going. Don't draw the TV. attention of Cadre Shredder. That's, uh, that's what I've learned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you're in those. <laughs> I know. I was just going to say that that reminds me of a funny story from 17 again, where it's the end of the night. We've done all the things we're doing. We're trying to get back to the Stardex and we got to do those unison burpees at the end. And the wind is whipping like 40, 50 miles an hour at this point. And I got the daggone flag up in the front and it rained all night and the ground soft and I'm, and it's DS. I'm not letting this flag hit the ground. And all of a sudden I've got 500 man makers, which is his specialty. If the flag hits the ground at an event, he's C1 at. And so I'm standing there holding the flag and all you guys are doing burpees and DS walks up and he's like, what the F are you doing? And I'm like, Sir, well, the cost-benefit analysis of me getting in trouble for not doing burpees versus the flag. And he's like, wait, what did you just say? What do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, I'm working for DOD. I'm a program manager. And, you know, it's cost-benefit. Cost what the hell? So he's like, shut up. Give me the flag. Get on your face. It was a great <laughs> moment. It's one of my favorite moments, too. Um, but there is, there is growth in the shared suffering. So 
<laughs> I always like to tell that story. That's a good one. Uh, we talked a lot, and, we, and as I said, we could talk forever about what a man benefits. Uh, what what benefits have you seen since taking this shovel flag and queuing for the nation? Uh, a region after a grill ruck happens, uh, whether or not they're host. You know, obviously, host gets benefit too. But you know, when guys show up in mass from another region, uh, what do they take back to their packs? Uh, I mentioned that fire in the belly earlier, and. I haven't seen it in the flesh per se, but what I'll say is we've got GTE 28, which is Northwest Arkansas, uh, May 13th through the 15th. That registration's open. You should go do it if you're anywhere close by Northwest Arkansas or not. Get yourself to Northwest Arkansas, which is north of Fayetteville. Um, a handful of guys led by Nomad, who's their host queue, went to Grow Ruck in St. Louis um, last year. And those four guys endeavored over there from a small region, right? And had such an amazing experience with the St. Louis crew that when they got back to their, their AO in Northwest Arkansas, like it was within like hours or days of them reaching out to be like, we got to do this in our region. We saw what it did to St. Louis. We know what this experience does for us personally and as a small group. I don't know if they're in a shield lock or not should ask nomad that um but they were like this is what our region's ready for this is what our region needs and you know it's going to be a smaller event but it's going to be an awesome event at the same time and i think what this does in bringing guys together to put new guys in different leadership roles because to execute one of these things you've got to take a role there's maybe a head one or two guys working on sort of the overarching things but there's a lot of little nuances of things to make sure you've got a whole weekend of stuff from like we've talked about friday night place place for the rally hotels lodging you know all the things that come with you know event management if you will saturday morning uh, where are we doing the, the King builder? Where are we doing the grow school? Who's getting the biscuits? Like there's, there's all these things that can help accelerate guys in little ways, even ahead of the event to get them being a leader amongst uh, their peers. And that level of initiative and that inertia that's created from guys raising their hand. Yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it well. And we're going to execute this as a team. Um, and then all of the guys that will go through the entire weekend. And there's an option that, you know, physically guys are on the IR guys are not going under the log, but they can still participate in, in the whole weekend. Um, they can, they can do Friday night, Saturday morning, they can do grow school, the support team of the support queue and the support team of a, of a GTE is an absolute must have critical function of the ruck phase, like the ruck phase cannot happen without a robust support team. So there's all these ways to get involved with the weekend and it invigorates the entire region, whether or not you are a rucker. Um, that's sort of a driving home point is you, you, you can benefit from the ruck and going under the log. Absolutely. But there is also great benefit from being a part of the entire weekend in some form or fashion. Yeah, it takes a village. I mean, we say it all the time, but man, you step back and see what's been pulled off. I think of the difference and the growth that GTE experienced from, you know, my first being 17 to my most recent being 26, I'm sorry, 22, uh, was incredible. And it really is a testament to when guys lean into the process uh, and, and pick up 
even just one part of it to run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it, like you said, it just invigorates the entire crew. Um, and then to think that you put in all that work and it's not even, it's just, when you do it, not about you, when you do it selflessly, uh, it, it, it's such a game changer for that region. Uh, and, and kudos to St. Louis too, watching that region just exponentially explode post their, their, their grow rock was just stellar. Yeah. Look at how many addition by division splits of new regions that they've been able to launch on both sides of the river there. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it feeds into what I was talking about with a, with a GTE host team. You got guys stepping up into first F second F Nantan roles, um, third F getting Q source off the ground or other types of, you know, Bible studies or whatever. Um, you know, I don't, you could, you could fathom that maybe that still happens without a GTE, but I think it definitely happens because of a GTE. Um, it's, it's accel- accelerant. It's it exactly an accelerant for sure. Agree. You guys uh, have both but- mentioned this is, this is kind of open to all men, just like F3, Ruck is open to all men. And I want to encourage as being one of the guys who technically falls in the 20 pound weight class, um, I have soccer arms. And I look at it and I say, I can, I'll run, but you want to put that, how much weight on my back? I mean, it took an act of Congress for me to go to my first one, but this is open to all men, men who are used to carrying heavy weight on their shoulders and men who are not used to carrying heavy weight on their shoulders. It's also open to all men, the ones who are the outspoken leaders, the ones who always have something to say in the COT and the quiet guy who's more introspective and says nothing. I can assure I can assure, and I've seen it time and time again, the quiet guy who never says anything in the middle of the night when he's tapped on on the shoulder, it's your turn, you're in charge. You want to see a man who, it's like his eyes are open for the first time. He's given an opportunity he's never been given before. And to see a man blossom from his first stumbles of, you're now in charge, and I don't know what to do, what do I do next, to the end of the night where you know that you can count on this guy for anything at any mm-hmm. point in time. So it's open to all men who are physically able to perform these tasks and the guys who are, who are a little bit quiet and a little bit, a little bit concerned that, you know, I don't know if I'm ready. If you're asking that question of if you're ready, Repito, how, how would you answer it from our, our cue of, of grow Ruck, How would you answer a guy who says, I'm just not so sure. How do I know if I'm ready for this weekend? I would, I'd be very honest and candor and say with that attitude, you will never be ready. You're never, you're never going to be physically or mentally at a hundred percent to say, now I can sign up for a GTE. Now I can sign up for a tough or a heavy. Now I can sign up for a relay race, a six man or a 12 man. Now I can do that Spartan. Now I can do that Mary. Like you you need, you need to get to a point of committing and training. And your training will be is what you put into it. And physical limitations, like you said, I've seen, I've seen guys in a PT test, you know, do the 16-minute two-miler, do 70 push-ups, crush the sit-ups. And at 1.30 in the morning, they got nothing. I can't give them a sandbag. I'm taking their ruck off of them, and now I got two rucks. Because they are so, nobody cares when you're fresh. Nobody cares what you can do in, in, the, in the middle of the PT test. Yeah, it's great. You passed it. That's awesome. You trained for it. You committed to it. Love that. That's great. 
I need you now. I need you to dig deep and I need you to find yourself in a spot and find that strength way down in the bottom of your big toe to grab this weight, grab this guy by the shoulder next to you, pull him up and get moving. And I don't know that there's any a level of, of training or exposure that's going to prepare you to get to that point until you get yourself into that mix. It's just, I, I think, I think you can do a lot to get prepared. We do a lot to, we train for, for what we know and we, we continue to train for what we don't know. And that don't know piece will never get you to a hundred percent. And you just got to be able to adapt to the situation, rely on those around you, realize you're not going to do this alone. Because if you're saying I'm a hundred percent now, I'm going to go do this. You're coming at it from the wrong mindset of, I got this, I can accomplish this. They can't throw anything at me that I can't handle. And you're going to get a piece of humble pie pretty quick. So I would say, don't sit on the fence, commit to the event, understand it's not about you. Understand that there are going to be times of struggle and there's going to be times of exhaustion. There's going to be times of triumph. And all of those things are going to lead to you being a better version of yourself than when you arrived at that event on Friday. Then what you're going to be sitting in the truck, trying not to cramp up when you get out of the the, the on gas station an hour up the road after you're uh, after you've left Sunday morning and you earned that patch. So, yeah, just plan to walk downstairs backwards for like the next five <laughs> days. Is a, that's a good plan, uh, guys that are listening. If you haven't read The Comfort Crisis, uh, it's a book by Michael Easter. Uh, I highly recommend picking that up. And if that doesn't fuel your fire or at least pique your curiosity to check out. Grow Ruck and, and the, the whole year of a calendar that we have set up. Um, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And speaking of, let me hop on my segue. Uh, Rapita, you talked about uh, before we hit record, we have a full year ahead of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything you want to share before we log off today with the packs about what that calendar looks like and how they gain access to, to checking it out? Yeah, so we've got eight events this year and we're intentional in how we build out the calendar to try to scatter those across the country as much as possible. And at the same time, take into considerations of there's lots of things that go on in everybody's region, and we don't want to necessarily compete with those. Uh, we want to be mindful of, of climate and weather um, if we can, and we don't want back-to-back events somewhat geoproximate to one another to, to siphon off any registrations um, in that way. And so in that regard, we like we've talked about, we kick off 2022 next week, uh, Eastern Fleet in Greenville, North Carolina with GTE 26. Uh, then we go to Nashville, Tennessee area for GT27, April 29th and 30th, Northwest Arkansas, May 13th and 15th for GTE28, Pacific Northwest, GTE29, June 10th through the 12th. And I'm going to stop there because I don't want to run through the whole schedule. But uh, at growruck.com, all the registration sites for the rest of the year are open. I know a lot of guys plan to do a lot of different things um, and you guys are like me, you got shorties, you got mammons, you got all these other responsibilities. Your 2022 is probably planned out on terms of like commitments to weekends and travel and work things and kids tournaments and all the things that comes with being who we are um, as minivan centurions, I hope, right? So go to growruck.com. All the registration sites are open. People are registering for events throughout the rest of the year. If you register for an event, we don't do refunds. I'll put that out 
be very frank, it's it's a nightmare, it's cumbersome, it's a little too complicated with a lot of back and forth. What we do do is if you register for, let's say, Cherokee, Georgia in September, and you get hurt or something comes up and you physically can't do it, you, you won't be present, you've got a work thing, anything happens, like life comes at us fast all the time. We have the ability to hold that registration for you because you committed to a GTE, you signed the form, you went through the process, you paid your money, you're ready to go. So we want you still to do that in the future. So you can transfer that registration to a future event or you can transfer that registration to another PAX, either for the event you signed up for or for another event. And then if you want to gift that to that person, good on you. I love that. I think you should be able to do that if, if that financially makes sense for your situation. Or you get that registration transferred to someone else's name and then that PAX just reimburses you, Venmo's you or whatever. So know that we want you to hard commit. We want you to experience this weekend. We know what this weekend will do for you, for a shield lock, for your region um and we want we want you to experience the like i said at the beginning of this the premier leadership um development experience that we have right now for for f3 and under the auspices of the grow rec program i dig it italian job i'm going to put you on the spot uh do you have a challenge worth trying this week you know, uh, it's a pretty straightforward challenge um, for those who are watching on YouTube. And most of our folks listen to different podcasts and listen to us. But on YouTube, you'll be able to see the Grow Up, grow up patch. And uh, in this patch, to most people, just looks like a piece of cloth, maybe some thread, maybe some Velcro, some hook and loop on the back. But for a man who's experienced a weekend like this, this is pride. This is passion. This is, uh, this is the effort that was put forward. This is the culmination of all the preparation you've had. And in my experience, this is the key to an unlocked leader. A weekend like this is a game changer for so many men. Um, and every time a man goes, he gets something else out of it. I know men who've gone to multiple, I mean, the three of us have gone to multiple events and every one of these was different. And every one of these Another aspect of that weekend has held tight to our hearts. Um, sometimes it's the physical challenge of, of what's going on in the middle of the night that we really hold on to. Other times it's that growth school and, and turning what you learn throughout the weekend from head knowledge into heart knowledge. Guys, the challenge we're trying is simply sign up. Uh, I, this is one of those things that I cannot begin to tell you how important a weekend like this is. And when your M tells you something has changed, something is different about you, it really shows, you know, when you, when you start F3 and you start losing weight and you start gaining muscle mass, there's a physical change in the way that you carry yourself. People notice it. Then there's this change in, in your heart and in your mind where you act a little bit differently. You talk a little bit differently. If you attend a Grow Up training event, a weekend a grow rock weekend, it will change you and it will make you a better man. So the challenge we're trying is simply sign up, find one growruck.com, sign up for one, encourage some of your buddies to join you because you will be a changed man at the end of the weekend. Rapido, I cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate the challenges that you put forward each, each year with these different events and, and for willing to come on the pod and talk to us about this and share some of this stuff with the nation honored to spend some time with you both you men honored to be under the log with both you men at different events yes, um, sir. tommy boy 
I'm going to leave it at that and say, sign up. GrowRuck.com, challenge worth trying, sign up for a GrowRuck training plan. 100%. Rapido, thanks for jumping ship for one week and coming over to the SWT <laughs> podcast. Happy uh, to do Always good to be with you. Look forward me, to uh, seeing uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Real, real quick, I couldn't do it without my team. And so specifically, Bono, Noonan, Shortstop, Bartman, Steak Knives, those guys are, are working like crazy on many different elements of the program, pushing the program forward. The cadre team led by, by Danny, um, those guys are, are getting after it as well. And so it's taken a, an entire crew to keep this thing pushing forward. And the last thing I'll say is, if you are a region listening to this and think you might be ready, please reach out to me. We are already having conversations with regions for the 23 calendar. So that'll, that's going to start to come together from now through the summer. And so if, if we want to have that conversation of, are you ready? Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. We can talk about that. What does that look like for you? All the things that go into it. So hit me up, repito at f3nation.com and we'll have a chat. Fire it up. I dig it. Fellas, uh, as always, be good or be good at it. Dominate the day and uh, I'll see you in three dimensions next weekend.